from Rochester, New York, the city that knocks him dead with Susie B, Freddie D, and the Mount Hope Cemetery, this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky, starring Billy DeTore, Tanya Metris, and Chris Frank in stunning grayscale. And here's your host, Chris Frank. Host, Chris Frank, what do you mean, host, Chris Frank? Remember we tied him up last week and we shipped him out? Well, actually, this is your host, T. Once again, um, Chris was unable to make it this week, but don't worry. We are going to have such a great time, and he's going to be so sorry that he missed it. Um, This week on the show, we will be talking about our favorite comic book movies. And unfortunately for me, this is going to be not my forte because I don't read comic books. So this is going to be the Billy and Ann show today. <laughs> but, with... but no, that, that's the thing, though. You see all the movies. I see all the movies. And you and have favorites. That's I do have I favorites. This. But it's definitely out of my realm of expertise. Um, so I'm with you. I, I'm going to um, stay away from the current Marvel DC type <sighs> movies because I thoroughly enjoy them. But I don't necessarily have a top 10 list. What the hell are you playing with? Is that a Coca-Cola? Oh, did you get your wristband off of your Coke bottle? Yeah. What does that do? It's just a wristband, so you can look cool like when you buy a Coke. And, and so is that what the other side them. is that what the other side looks like? Yeah, I haven't pulled one off of my Coke Zero bottles. But yes, we are going to talk about our favorite comic book movies. Um, definitely, Billy and Ann have a little bit of advantage to know what the what it is to be a comic book movie. Because I went through um, Google to to see what it was a comic book movie, and there was like so many movies on here that I watched that I never realized that were comic books. Because I w- I'm not a comic book See, reader. Th- that's why I asked for that's your fair. favorite movies of those lists. So if you like Black Panther, even if you never, I've never read a Black Panther comic. I, I like I've never read any of the comics. So, but I'm and like, well, read them whenever you want. Right. You so just have to organize them afterward and put them in a box nicely and scan them. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> at your house, <laughs> we're not doing that. So. <laughs> So after that, stick around for our upcoming events and our question of the week. And as always, if you like what we're doing, please leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to the show. So let's see who's here today. Well, we already know that C's not here today. He's recovering from Juliana's ball from last week. Okay. So that's where Chris is. Um, But we have, of course, we have Billy in the studio yet again. Hi, Billy. Hi, Tanya. How was your week? It was good. It was good? It was good. Did you have a good time at your, was your sister's from Memorial? Sister's from Memorial Day, yeah. And uh, ate a lot, as I should. And um, it's been uneventful since. Working and watching TV and doing all the things I love. uh, Watching baseball. Watching baseball. How are the Mets doing? Uh Okay. Did Susan pitch for them last weekend? She should have. <laughs> I, I did see when she was in New York City that you wanted her pitching for them. Yeah. It turns out they almost came back and won that game. But... Yeah, because she was going to come next door from Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, she was at Cirque du Soleil right next to City Field. So, so. She, she was going to come back and uh, give them a taste of a... Yeah, her seven-mile-an-hour fastball. <laughs> So we know Billy's in the studio, and to my left, Anne is in the studio hey. yet again. Hi. Did we survive this weekend? Yes. Yes. How are your feet? Mm. <laughs> I'm done with tapping. I'm not sure I'm going to come back next year. You lie no. like a rug. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to her. Were you going to come back and join us? I don't about that. <laughs> <laughs> we did it last year. It was and all about that it. base. It was awesome. And this year is Ree Charleston. So mm-hmm. I wonder what Gina would pick for us next year. Do we have She's any input? No. 
Why not? Can we hold her down? She's little enough. I can hold her She's down. She's pretty little. I, I can put her in a small child hold. I know I can. <laughs> she is a small child. I, I can. No? She's stubborn like a child, too, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Anne's here. And we have Kate back for a second week. How are you? Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Are you excited? I'm very excited. You're very excited. I didn't ruin it the first time, so you let me come back. <laughs> it's very hard to ruin something that we go off the rails. <laughs> we go so off far the rails. Thanks, thanks. We can pull it right back into yeah. things. Yeah. No? No. 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 Don't you shake your head no at me. <laughs> Remember, this part is new for me because we don't have. I, we're not playing off of Chris. I know. It, it, it's definitely a different vibe. Less energy in the studio. I think we're we're. What are you talking about? <laughs> I forgot he was over there. <laughs> I think we're more mellow. Yeah. It's like we don't have the the spider monkey this going is the, on. This is the NPR version. The NPR. <laughs> FC3 what does NPR business. stand for? Uh, National Public Radio. Is that what it is? I think so. I think so. I don't, I'm like I don't know. My kid watches those really quiet people talking on her phone at all hours to go to. I'm like, what the heck are you? Oh, the watching? ASMR. Yes, I love that stuff. I could not record that. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, la 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 la. Yeah, I talk too too much and too loud. But as we're proving right now, <laughs> I know it's definitely a lot uh, more low key than what I was mentioning from last time. That it's definitely a different vibe that we're getting. Um, it, and, and it's it's a nice change. Could be because it's like nice outside and the sun is shining for the first time in like mm, six months. So people the sun are shines love in it or hate it. Maybe. Well, it is kind of sunny today. Yeah. Looking out. It's been nice though, because like mm-hmm. you know, we're not freezing cold, and mm-hmm. I could put the winter coat and boots away, and so we're finally hitting spring right around June. Don't jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll snow next week. Uh, anything new other than we survived our recital this past weekend? Mm. So proud. I, I, I got nothing. You got nothing. I got, I got nothing. nothing. Yeah, no, just I got nothing either. Now. Just in recovery mode, just trying to for school to get out so we can so I can ship my kid off to camp for three weeks. Yeah, what are you doing for summer? Uh, I'm working summer school. Oh. I work thirty days over the summer doing uh, the same thing. Um, same thing that I uh, normally do. Right now we're um, gearing up and I have to go through interviews in the next couple of days because um, the program's changing a little bit. Oh. So there's no longer the program that I work for um, that title. So everything is being shifted around. So all the teachers that are displaced have to go through an inter- interview process on June 4th and 5th. Mm. So getting ready to go and do that that's not freaking me out just a little bit so when you guys hear this on june 6th i will have already gone through my interview and i'll know on june 10th where i'm placed for the next school year i still have a job but just don't know where my classroom is going to be when is kate's graduation my graduation yeah i'm just starting school in the fall so yes. Anne wants to know when you're graduating yeah, so we so can we, party. we have to start planning like, a huge party. I don't know, however long it takes, two, two and a half years. So what are you going back to school for? My MSW, Master's in, in Social, social work. work. Yeah, yeah, a little nervous. That's why there's such the a calm time. atmosphere in here. We have a, a, a social worker <laughs> a stu- a student getting ready to kind of keep us calm. Yeah, I don't know that I would be very good at that. <laughs> You are 
you, you, you are very calm. You keep everybody at dance calm. You keep all the girls calm. I mean, That's very nice of you. Everybody but your daughter, because she's just on her own Right, so level. how does that work? But she's, she's usually she's the parent, craziest one out of all of them. Yeah, but usually parents and children butt heads anyway, so you, you wrangle in somebody else. Mm-hmm. Their daughter's hilarious, though. Like, she will get in my car if I pick her up to go anywhere, mm-hmm. and she will ramble nonstop for 30 minutes. And she gets out of the car, and I have no idea what we talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you sure she's not related to Riker? I feel really bad because for a long time I would just say uh huh uh huh and then I was like what am I what am I uh huhing to? No, I listen like, I to her. Like her I listen and I talk and I don't and, know it. Like I I, I, I have conversations, yeah. but it's like sometimes I'm like she gets out and like wow, <laughs> what did she just talk? She about? loves talking. She to wants you. a direwolf and um, <laughs> is it going to be named Ghost? Probably. She wants that. And what is that? She pets. wants the the fox. A f- oh, Fennec Fox, Fennec which, Fox. by the way, someone, a dance mom, just had a picture of herself holding one yesterday. I was like, do not show, show that. that to my daughter. Oh, she wants one so bad. She does, but they cost like $5,000 or something. We got to set up a Also, rescue. she's in high school. She can wait. We have to set up get a her own place. So she can Did she one. ever, is she thinking about like being a wildlife Absolutely. rehab? Absolutely. Well, she's a scientist, hand. she calls herself, so she'll be doing something. She's a what? Scientist. A scientist. She says yeah. so. She'll be doing something with animals in the wild. She wants to like go out into the rainforest and find new things. Gotta hook her up to, to um, with my niece Alicia. Yeah, my niece Alicia is the same thing. Like really? rescue everything. Yeah, it's my yeah. kid too. Her her bedroom is a zoo. She's like, <laughs> and she just asks more. She asked for a chicken recently. Oh, we have some new babies. No, don't tell her that because I said we're niece, not getting a chicken. That's my ridiculous. niece has asked for a goat. I oh, want a goat I love too. Goats. But I she want three a, pigs too. Goats uh, turkey kind of bacon awesome. haminator and what was the third one? Oh god, I don't remember. I want turkey. Yeah, it's got to be turkey bacon haminator. Hold on, sir spam a lot. Yeah, and mm-hmm. sir spam a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, those are the three we decided. Favorite. Bacon, on. turkey, bacon, and haminator were the ones. Yeah, no, we decided we needed a turkey bacon and a bacon. We needed a sir spam a lot instead. Mm-hmm. And then you tempted me with the baby picture. Yeah, he's yeah, cute. he is cute. We were taking turns yesterday holding him. He's so cute. And then I gave him back and left. <laughs> and then Anne had him all night and didn't sleep. <laughs> Poor Anne. Yeah. yeah. I live. Okay, so I think that's uh, kind of wrapping up this first thing. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we are going to talk about our favorite comic book movies. And really? Going, what kind of break do you have for us this uh, time? Going to comedy. Uh, comedian Tom Kenny, who, by the way, is the voice of SpongeBob. Sponge oh. So he's going to be talking a little bit about Batman and Wonder Woman. I always liked Batman in the comic books as a kid because Batman was the committed superhero. Uh, All the other crime fighters in the comic books got their powers in what always seemed to me to be very random ways. You know, they walk through a cloud of radiation, bam, become really strong. Superman, total accident, crash landed on Earth, boom, could bend steel in his bare hands. But Batman made the decision. He looked in the mirror and said, you know, I'm a very rich, very successful businessman. Occasionally, I'm going to dress like a bat and slap the bejesus out of people. You got a problem with that? You know, used to like Wonder Woman comics as a kid. Yeah, maybe the fact she had huge hooters had something to do with it in my, my fevered nine-year-old brain. You, you get it any way you can when you're a tyke. And now, now that I think of it, but, uh, some things never change. Wonder Woman had great weapons that she used to fight crime. Remember her arsenal of weapons? What did she have? Right, she had her rope or lasso that would make people tell the truth when they were tied up in it. Right, she had her bracelets that bullets would bounce off of. But my favorite Wonder Woman weapon, exactly, she had her invisible plane. 
That was always the coolest to me as a kid, her invisible plane. What a great idea, an invisible plane. They're kind of useless if you're not invisible, though. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a bad guys are down on the ground going, hey, Muggsy, who's that gorgeous babe squatting up there at 50,000 feet? <laughs> I don't know, but she's a honey. Oh, God, she's beautiful. Since the 30s and the 40s, the days of The Shadow and Dick Tracy, filmmakers have been mining the gold of comic books for stories and characters to thrill and intrigue audiences. Not just a product of Hollywood, comic book-based movies are a multinational phenomenon. Beginning in 1938, every genre from detective stories to sci-fi, horror to comedy, superheroes to supervillains have been made. With hundreds of films to choose from, it'll be hard to pick our favorites, but we're going to do our best. You know, hundreds, try Thousands. Mm-hmm. I think there was at least 2018 um, uh, comic book based movies on IMDb the other day when I was doing a little bit of my research to figure out which one was considered a comic book movie or not. That's crazy. Yes. I couldn't find that list, of course, today, but it's on my phone, but I couldn't find it on the computer. See, but. even a lot of the comic book movies that you would not think is a comic book movie became comic book movies because since like the late 90s, if it was a movie that was superhero, the comic book industry went ahead and made, made a, a comic, comic book, book out of it because mm. they're just trying to feed off of the money you're getting from the industry. Especially Disney. As they should. They make billions. Billions. Okay, my my initial idea was for us to do uh, top tens mm-hmm. and just sort of quick round robin talk a little bit about your favorite movies so i don't know if you made actual lists or not i i did um make a quick list today um so i said i was going to go out some my normal realm of comic book comic book knowledge which is pretty non-existent anyway um so i did some searching to see what were comics that i have seen as a movie that's how i did it that okay. i went mm-hmm. through the list of like comic book mm-hmm. that were made into movies so that's how and then i'm like oh okay so i stayed away from the the Avengers and all because huh. those the, yes because that gets into like superheroes and things like that that we've already like kind of and, and run I'm, the gamut I'm gonna, with and things I'm like that. Hit a few of those on, on yeah. A, I, 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 like, I, as I said, I thoroughly enjoyed those. So mm-hmm. I was um I the one that jumped out at me initially. I'm gonna go back and do Casper. I, I saw that for the first time a couple months ago when we the were 1995 looking. one with what was it Christina Ricci. Ricci. And who is the mm-hmm. um, the male actor? That's a good question. Oh, I, wait, I wait, didn't wait. love that movie, to be honest with you. Oh my gosh, I could picture. No, but face. I do love the comic books. I do, I do too. <laughs> I I like all those old Harvey comics. Yeah. The Caspers, Richie Riches, Hot Stuffs. I still they will have read that those. innocence to them. And they do. They're a good one just to pick up and, and read and look at. And it'll so, sort of make you feel good. You don't have to worry about following the the next storyline for the next mm-hmm. 50 books that you have. You exactly. Know, like you could pick up one of those books and read it, have a real good feel-good feeling about it, and move on with your day and not have to like, oh, what happened to this character? Exactly. It's just one shots every time. Mm-hmm. And let's see, who was in Cat the cast of Casper? Eric Idle was in it. I remember Bill him. Pullman. Bill Pullman, that's right. Christina Ritchie. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I, 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 I always thought like maybe that character from Moriarty. The, from the comic books did not really follow through very well into the movie because, I don't know, he seemed... A little too 
in depth in the movie compared to his characters in the comic books. He was. I don't know. I like the comic books a lot better than the book. The movie. I, I do too. In the in the original cartoons from like the fifties that I mm-hmm. used to see on early morning before I went to kindergarten, they used to rerun like Harvey Tunes with Casper and and uh, the Big Duck, um, Baby Huey, <laughs> Baby Huey. Yeah. Yeah. I have a whole bunch of DVDs of those because I do. Too. I like to sit back and watch them. I do too. With my bowl of cereal on Saturday morning. But Casper's mm-hmm. is a cute movie, Ghostly Trio. Cute. Yeah, it was. It was just something. I'm like, oh, yeah. And, and like, came out in '95. I just I was uh, finishing my uh, first year teaching, so brings back nice memories. Yeah, it does. So there's my first one. And I like it. Uh, okay, well, mine. I did. You know, ten okay. to one. So like, I did too. So like number number, number number ten is the Swamp Thing from 1982. Oh, good, fun movie. It oh. was. It was a great movie. I loved. Mm-hmm how a lot of the features from the comic book came into the movie. Adrian Barbeau? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. regenerating of when you cut off his hand, it regrew when it hit sunlight. All of that stuff followed from the comic book to the movie, where in today's modern society of, of how comics are, a lot of that stuff does not follow through anymore. And the funny thing is I've got to rewatch that one now because I, I hear people reliving that one now and really liking it. And... I haven't seen it since its initial run on HBO, whatever year that was. Probably 84, 85. I just remember Adrienne Barbeau was in it because, well, she's Adrienne Barbeau. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else she's been in. I just watched that probably about a month ago, trying to get my daughter to watch it. And she's like, ew, what is that? But she didn't get it. <laughs> but it was, I enjoyed it just as much. She was most famous uh, for the t- sitcom Maud. Which mm-hmm. was the All in the Family spinoff. She was also in uh, the Creep Show, and I'm trying to remember what other movies Adrian Barbeau was in. Who was the male lead? Who played Swamp Thing? Do you oh, remember? No. Hold on. Uh, um, Dick Durock is Swamp Thing. Louis Jordan was Arcane. Ray mm-hmm. Wise is Doctor Alec Holland. Okay. It wasn't a very well-known actor. He didn't do very much after that. I think he did some soap opera stuff, but mm. that was really about it. Um, some uh, interesting little bit of trivia. Um, Adrian Barbeau is in filming a TV series, Swamp Thing, that's mm. coming out in 2019. Oh, part of the DCU uh, yep. app. Nice. My number 10 was Batman 66. And between the first and second seasons of the TV show, they filmed a feature-length movie, uh, Adam West, Burt Ward, obviously, and the four major villains, the Joker, Riddler, Catwoman, Penguin, all teaming up to try and take over the world, basically. And to me, that it's just a huge part of pop culture. Nowadays, people still remember the bat shark repellent or Batman <laughs> oh running gosh. around with a huge bomb over his head trying yeah. to get rid of it. And it's the only way to convey comic books to film mm-hmm. in the beginning right and that was the first one i saw like as a kid and they would run that one on tv and it was just every time that movie was on and it's still fun and i really like the batman 66 movie for my well, just, number 10 pick just looking at the the other cast caesar romero and burgess mm-hmm. meredith yeah. that had to have been hilarious yeah, you've never is. seen it oh remember newbie <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Definitely a newbie. I'm like I've I've seen um, episodes of Batman. Yeah, from from that 
era type thing, but the movie was much like that in the you know just longer. Yeah, you know, with, with the little the flash, the bam, kapow. The, yeah. Yes, Get Lee Ma- Lee Merriweather in her only appearance as Catwoman, mm-hmm. which she's mm-hmm. so famous for. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was the only time she was ever ever played mm-hmm. it. Julie Newmar uh, mostly on TV, and, and then, then Eartha Eartha Kitt, but. Lee Merriweather did a fine job as Catwoman and as Miss Kitka, the the Russian lady that Bruce Wayne fell in love with. So that is my number 10 pick. Tanya, what's uh, next on your list? I think I'm going to have to go Mystery Men. Mm. Oh, I remember that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not, I and shaking no. her head. I, I haven't seen it. You oh. haven't seen I it? I have not seen that. Uh, 1999. So um, Ben Stiller? I think so. That's and and I'm not a big Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler type fan because mm-hmm. they seem to run the um, same genre things like that. But it it's just like um, William H Macy's in it. Um, Jeannie Garofalo. Oh, love them. That would be see. something I would watch. Cause I like. I like yeah. IMDb. Mm-hmm. A group of inept amateur superheroes must try and save the day when the superhero super villain, super villain threatens to destroy the major superhero and the city. And let's look at the cast: Greg Kinnear, Captain Amazing, yeah. Janine Garofalo was the bowler. I remember baby her. bowler. Uh, William H Macy, the shoveler. Yeah, Paul Rubens, uh, better known as uh, Pee Wee Herman, was the spleen. Spleen. Cal Mitchell is Invisible Boy. Um, Really? mm -hmm. Ben Stiller was Captain Furious. Jeffrey Rush is Casanova Frankenstein. Eddie Izzard. Oh, Tony P. And I've only seen this once, and I don't remember it well, but... It's hysterical. I gotta rewatch it now. You're gonna have to watch it because... um, uh, um, Ben Stiller and um, Willem H. Macy, they're like, oh, we can't do whatever. Then they're like, oh, yeah, come on. So because they were all doubting themselves throughout a good portion because they're screw ups. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure they overcame. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And succeeded in defeating the bad guy. Yep. And uh, Jeannie Garofalo um, for the bowling ball, it's her dad's head that's like in the bowling ball or she talks to the bowling ball during the time. I talked to my bowling ball. Does no. it get you strikes? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but yes, that that's one that is, check your brain at the door. It's just yeah. enjoyable. Let's see. Despite its list of stars, Mystery Men made a little over $33 million worldwide against a $68 million budget. So, unfortunately, it flopped, mm-hmm. it looks like. But I think it's become a cult yeah. favorite since then. Number yeah. What do you got next, Dan? Yeah. I hear whispering over there. Oh, oh I had to give me a broken pen. That's oh. all. That's all. I had the Rocketeer next. <laughs> Rocketeer. That's God, I forgot about that one. It's just a good movie. Like I mean it was nineteen ninety one. I was fifth, sixth grade, so I was highly impressionable. <laughs> I was saying I was I finished my freshman year of college. So it was it was I, I don't know. The comic book it did not come out until after as far as I remember. But the movie made it an impression because the comic book is in my collection. <laughs> Very nice. My number nine is Sin City. Frank mm-hmm. Miller, 
It's a great series of comics, and they did almost a shot for shot, mostly yeah. black and white, mm-hmm. a little splash of color here and there, mm-hmm. but uh, like a trio of stories. Am I correct that they yeah. managed yes. to put three story lines? That was such a good comic book, too. I'm so glad they did that movie so well. And it, they really yeah. did because they made a, a sequel a couple years ago, and it didn't come off quite as well. I still enjoyed it, to be honest with you. It's actually one that I've seen. What, Sin City? Sin City, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you like it, Tanya? I can't say I loved it, but I didn't say that I hated it. I think that some of it was just, it gets, it's too dark and kind of just. That, that's why I, I can just tell that sometimes you and I, I, I like dark things better than you do. <laughs> A lot of comic books are way darker than the movies that come out with it. Mm. Especially if you're going at Batman, Superman, the the traditional, um, even Black Panther, so much darker in the comic books, more death, more violence than what is portrayed on television. Right. That's probably where my sense of humor comes from. <laughs> <laughs> and Mickey Rourke, I thought was great. Everybody was really great to me in Sin City, and just when my f- wife first moved to town, when we first met and started dating, and she came to town. I want. I showed her that movie, but I showed her the extras first on how they made it, like the mm. green screens, and it sort of eased her into <laughs> the violence and sort of the weirdness of it. And she became fascinated by it, really loved it because of the making of stuff before cool. she actually saw the movie. I like so. movies that are done differently, and I liked it for that reason. Like I thought it was the, yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah, I enjoyed the artistic part of it. So, Sin City is my number nine. Tanya! Um, let's see. i put on there. Um, She's throwing a dart. Uh, the Shadow. I saw that at the theater. Alec Baldwin, yeah. 1994. It's, it's just like one that like sticks out at me. That's... You're coming up with all kinds of ones that I haven't thought about in years. Yeah, I don't see. I've, like, I like. I I've went outside it, but... the 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 box. I'm mm-hmm. definitely thinking outside the box of things I just enjoyed watching. What's that look for? I I went to that movie to see it, and it was a date, and I never actually saw the movie. So oh my I'm gosh! Gee, <laughs> well. Yeah. All right. Well, let's did, get more into that. The, the inside of a. Never mind. <laughs> It was not a drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> were you in the back of the theater? We were <laughs> in the very back. Tonsil hockey, huh? I believe Can't it was in it. the wearing as well. <laughs> Where's the wearing? Oddly enough, I'm wearing road. Uh, yeah. I remember that, but I don't. It was it was like a dollar movie theater, and like, and your feet stuck to the floor. <laughs> and <laughs> you used to br- my mom used to make us bring like a trash bag to sit on, girl. She'd get stuff on your clothes. Oh my gosh. Oh. Looking at the Wikipedia for it, and I, I remember seeing it, but I don't remember much about it. And I, I did read Shadow comic books. and But uh, let's see, Ian McKellen was in it. Oh. Tim Curry's in and it. I had to. Peter oh. Boyle, Penelope. So there's a good cast mm-hmm. that I barely remember. I'm going to have to revisit this one now. Alec Baldwin playing Mike Cranston. She's just making a list of movies to watch now. Yeah. (laughs) So now I'm making Billy's to do to watch list. Yeah. Hulu and Amazon Prime and Netflix. What can I watch at work tomorrow? Oh, I'm off tomorrow. I have eight hours of nothing to do. I'm going to watch The Shadow this week. You can come to my house and uh, cook out with us. Hmm. Can I bring something? Absolutely. That's very. I'll bring a chicken. (laughs) 
I was going to say, that's a really nice <laughs> thing for you to say. You don't know what she wants It'll to bring. It'll still be alive. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to chase my child around with it? <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, it just, that's one that kind of just pulled me in was the shadow. Good choice. Oh, you need the shadow nose. Mm. And Anne? Okay. So, this is kind of like an all-encompassing because I couldn't just choose just one. Highlander. Everything X Men. Mm. There can be only- everything from Gambit to everything. Everything X Men. I love. I'm that. just stealing um, her list. Ever since Hulk 181, where Wolverine came into play, mm. X Men has been like my go-to. Having a bad day, I'm either going to read a comic or read a hundred comics or watch X Men. <laughs> do you have a copy of Hulk one eight or uh, like Hulk 181? Yes. She probably has four. Yes, I do, and he's graded. <laughs> Wow, you're rich. <laughs> no, no, no. That would be the um, um, Amazing Spider-Man number one signed by Stan Lee that Tanya was like, <gasps> the other day. That's I tried crazy. to run out of the house with it. She wouldn't let me get very far. Mm-mm. Billy, one day you can come over. And for free, I will let you sort through comics. Oh, my God. And, and you might be able to get to take one or two non-graded ones. Well, how many did you count? <laughs> There's at least eighteen to 20,000 comics on her back porch. At least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. makes Rhino's Comics Bookstore look mm. little. Oh, yeah. sure. So we, do, we we have Hulk 181. We do have one graded and we have one not graded because we like to own comics that you can open and read. That's I, I like that. So, and any ones that are graded, we do have others that are not graded so that you can open and read it. But you have two of them. Wow. I, I'm speechless. She's got four of them. Do you have Amazing Fantasy 15? The first appearance of Spider-Man. <laughs> Kate, what's on your list? Uh, <laughs> While Anne's looking this up. Um, well, I didn't put them in order, but I have V for Vendetta on my list. Oh, that's on my list, that's too. That's a good movie. I love that. That's on my list. Yeah. His little quote, my daughter. That's another memorized. dark one. Yeah, Alan Moore yeah. book. And uh, Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. movie. And with its anti-government sort of... Uh, Theme, it, it may be heading towards something. Yeah, I probably shouldn't let my kids watch it then. But my daughter is always quoting Hugo Weaving. Yeah, I love him. Mm-hmm. He looks so different, and, and isn't he the uh, in the Lord of the Rings? Yeah, Tanya. Elrond, I think is his name. Oh yeah. Uh oh, and is Which standing one? up. <laughs> Amazing Fantasy Fifteen. Oh. It's the first appearance of Spider Man. So no. She's looking it up. Let's see. That was your number eight, Tanya. Is that where we're at now? Something like that. It's, it's on my list. Okay, I don't remember. I don't on. have them numbered. I'm I, just like. Eh. I put a, I put Aquaman from 2018 as my. Uh, number permission eight. to come on board. Not in my database yet. Mm. Okay. Well, you might. So not chances have. are she probably has it. I only have about five thousand in the database right now. <sighs> of the twenty thousand comic books, she's five thousand. That's in her database. Yeah. Of the about twenty. Give or take. You're my, you're my hero, Ann. You can come over whenever you want. You just have to scan them. I'll give you my barcode scanner. <laughs> so that they go in inventory as you're reading them. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and so, then you have to pack them and put them back in the box. Aquaman's my number eight just because uh, I, they, my number did, three. I, they, they did everything right in that movie. He's Num- my number three. Or that, number two, excuse me. Everything except Aquaman should have blonde one. hair, but mm-hmm. Black Manta <laughs> looked like Black Manta. Ocean Master had the helmet. They even had Topo the Octopus playing the drums. 
So I just don't see how in any any fantasy world, any world altogether, they were going to mm-hmm. get Jason Moma to dye his hair blonde. Oh, uh, I'm not positive he was the best choice for Aquaman, but he sure <gasps> worked. Oh, you're yeah. fired. You are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> No, I didn't turn off the mic. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> you did yes, for a I second. Did. Sure, I did. He but he just he did a really good job. He did do a good mm-hmm. job. But even like the little like thought ways as he's talking to the fish, boop, 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 perfect. Mm-hmm. I can't ask for more than that. They nailed Aquaman. That's my number eight. Without in any weird innuendos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm. I'm going that. Have you seen Aquaman yet, Kate? I have. I loved it. But I, just like. Tina, I haven't read the comic book, so I don't have that to compare it to. But some of them were kind of awkward. Awkward. Um, like they had some really good storylines, but sometimes I'm like, wait a minute, is this a St- SpongeBob episode or is this like Aquaman? Because some of the situations that they put him in in the beginning were not necessarily things that are relevant to a kid today. Okay. Um, like nowadays, it's more about saving the ocean, mm-hmm, being, you know, mm-hmm. better to the environment, not mm-hmm. ruining things. And back then, it wasn't always about that. It was, you know, don't kill my fish. You know, like <laughs> things have changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've definitely grown. That's good. Yeah. I appreciate seeing him. He's doing that campaign on saving water, like the ocean. Yeah, we shaved his beard. I was like, shaved no. his beard for it and everything. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Tanya. If it's Jason Momoa. Hmm. How do you not like it? Um, I'm going to jump to League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Another fun mm-hmm. one. Yeah. It's like, now it's like, is this your going back and have to watch list? I, I saw it many years ago. Um, is that ba- who, who wrote the book that that's based on? Um, I want to see Alan Morgan. You oh, yeah, I was thinking Alan Morgan. I was thinking thing. Alan Morgan, too. Let's see. Extraordinary Gentleman is based on Alan Moore books. So you should go pick up some Alan Moore comics. Alan Moore. Alan Moore. Excellent writer. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery. Mm. Back when Sean Connery Lovely. was sexy. Oh, yes. He oh. just he still is he in his way. Yeah, yeah, I, I could listen, listen to him. Mm. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch and him, both <sighs> of them. Just, mm-hmm. they, could, they could be my soundtrack to life. The movie came out in what year? 2003. 2003. So he was. Seems like a long time ago. I mean, he played James Bond in the 60s. So he was still Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. a little old for you, Tanya. I don't care. He's the first time I was like, actually, he's older and he's still kind of really sexy. I I liked him in in The Rock in. (gasps) Oh my God, The Rock. I was like. Okay, so I was probably like mid twenties when The Rock came out, and I was like, "Oh, he's a sexy older gentleman." I was like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. he is." Often, but he it, is. It's, it, part of it has to be the accent. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> well, The Rock <laughs> came out in '96, so oh, yeah. I was a senior. So yeah, I was like, Ugh. probably when I saw it was probably the, in my early twenties. <laughs> what is it with the accent that we love? I I don't know. British, Scottish. Mm-hmm. I wrote my books based on Benedict Cumberbatch's. Did you ever watch him as James Bond, Tanya? Um, Have you gone back and seen like Goldfinger? Mm-hmm. Or never seen ever again. Yeah, I can't watch them. <laughs> I always my brother loves them. I, I, I've watched them and I like them, but I always go back and I don't know. It's always Austin Powers gets me every single mm-hmm. time. I love Austin. Powers. I don't know I why. Number seven, Anne. 
Incredibles. Oh, good. The best Fantastic Four movie ever. <laughs> but, absolutely. <laughs> that, that one is... Except Where's there's five. Suit? <laughs> hmm? And the Incredibles 2 will have to follow in with that as well. Because yeah, but it wasn't as good as the first oh, one. God, I love Jack-Jack, though. Like, that is what I picture <laughs> what would happen if I would have another kid. <laughs> Uh, the, um, uh, Edna doing all the testing on him. Oh my God, was she was awesome. Was. Edna is like my perfect cosplay. I want to be her in every cosplay from She's now so on. Little she just wants to walk around and go, no mm-hmm. cape, no cape. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best line in the second mo- second Incredibles movie, when did he change math? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, that is my life. When did they change math? Yeah. I can't figure out new math. It's okay. Neither can I. Okay. Neither can the kids. No, but uh, Jack Jack having the um, knockdown drag out fight with the raccoon in the backyard was hysterical. <laughs> I like when he just multiplies over and over again. I'm like, I want him. <laughs> like, I just want well, him. And in the, in the first movie, uh, um, Mrs. Carr. Uh, this is blah 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 blah. Whatever the babysitter's name is, there's a problem with Jack Jack. <laughs> you do her voice really well. <laughs> Thanks. Uh-huh. My number seven, The Dark Knight. Heath Ledger is the Joker. Aaron Eckhart, very him. underrated as Two Face, and I thought very good as Two Face, who's my favorite Batman villain in the comics. And of course, uh, Christian Bale is Batman. So, so that was my honorable mention. Because out of all the Batman movies, Keith Ledger, that man should. He Keith should Ledger? Keith Ledger. Sorry, I always do that. Keith Ledger, he should have always played the Joker. And it's sad that he's gone, but mm-hmm. every single person should try to follow him when they do it. But it was a, it was a controversial casting when they did it. No one, who knew? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who, who knew? knew? I mean, Jack Nicholson was amazing. Caesar, they haven't had a. Well, I was about to say they haven't had a bad Joker yet, but Jared Leto wasn't. <laughs> wasn't. I didn't hate him. The outtakes were better than what they put in. I didn't like the movie. Yeah, the Suicide Squad, Squad movie that Jared Leto was in. Even Mark Hamill's amazing as the Joker, mm-hmm. the animated yeah. Joker. So, uh, but Heath Ledger was great, and the movie stands up not just as a superhero movie, but as. Sort of a mob movie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like a Godfather style serious drama. Mm-hmm. So, Dark Knight, my I'm number have to go seven back pick. Watch that again. Yeah, they're pretty good. I know where the DVDs are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in your garage, right? <laughs> I actually have them in my house. They may... I, I need to borrow uh, um, Into the Spider Verse. Okay. I, ha- I have that too. I have to borrow that. I have it on Blu-ray. We got Lego Movie too. We just picked that up. I just picked that up yesterday, and Wrecker's <laughs> watched it twice already. We bought it yesterday, and he's watched it twice last night. Lego Movie. The Lego, the Lego movie, movie Two. Oh, okay. I haven't part seen two. That. I haven't seen part. I didn't like part one. Not gonna lie, I watched Batman Lego Movie the other day by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that there's a Black Panther Lego Movie on Netflix? No, I'm no? not kidding you. It is awesome. All right, I gotta watch that. They have like Lego Ninjago. They've got. Um, clutch powers, which is kind of like she she does the whole what are those with the Lego sandals? I just I literally fell off the couch laughing. Oh. <laughs> did that make it into your top ten? <laughs> no, it's, it's, all the Lego actual version. Black Panther did though, right? Yeah, yeah. Me too. And where are we? Number uh, six. My number seven. So t- okay. And hey. number six or tiny number uh, six. I, well, I just did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and we've went to uh something and then i don't know 
we went to your dark night. Yeah. So I only have like three more on my list. So, oh. so, so I can jump in, but, but that definitely in the, the top, top is um red. Red. Retired, mm. extremely dangerous. Mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. seen it. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah. Tell me about it. I like it. Um, Bruce Willis is a retired um, government spy type person. John Malkovich is in it. Um, he keeps, um, Bruce's Will- Bruce Willis' character keeps um, getting sent his pension checks and he keeps misplacing them or forgets how to cash them or whatever so he keeps calling like the social security office or whatever it is and keeps getting um was it mary what's her character mary louise parker i see is in it yes morgan freeman's in it Mm -hmm. john malkovich carl urban and helen mirren uh, it's good cast it's a great cast it is um so his life is threatened by a high-tech assassin, so he ends up re- reassembling his old team to survive and uncover who's trying to take him out. And um, it's this one that um, my husband had it on DVD, and we were watching it one day, and I think I've watched it three times since then. Mm. And it's, and, I- and he reads romance novels. Yeah. It's so funny because it's like all old CIA tough guys that are now retired and just want to sit in the quiet. Right. Instead, they have to come back out. And, and Mary Louise Parker's thing. like, is she's the person like that has like the non-existent life, and she was so excited to be talking to Frank Moses's character because he because she's like, ooh, whatever. <laughs> she, she they're talking about books and things like that, and then she inadvertently gets pulled into this situation, and John Malkovich's characters like tried to give her a gun, and Bruce Willis is like, no, don't give her a gun, and she's like, ooh. <laughs> type thing because she's just like oh goody goody and um just super cute super cute and yeah. helen mirren is um a sniper uh so she's um, you gotta watch it have you not seen it i've not seen it i'm gonna uh, i'm adding it to my list yeah <laughs> red and red too and yeah. i see it is based on a comic book. it is I based mean, on a comic book an limited so, comic book series of the same name created by warren ellis and cully hamner so that's published what i like dc comics so when I'm like looking at it and I'm like, ooh, yay, there's there's two. And it always came out in 2010 and 2013. We've got both DVDs in my house. Read two any good or disappointing? Mm-hmm. No, it still goes it's right. Read two legally blonde. No, it's not. No. Okay. <laughs> red, white, and red. Okay. And uh, where are we? Number six for Anne. Superman. The year I was born, 1978. It's a classic. I mean, Christopher Reeves could not have done no. any better. This was that movie that pretty much launched every superhero movie it's in the next three decades. And that, to be honest, with, that's my number six. So if we're heading there next, number six, and you're absolutely right. And I was 13 at the time, 12 going on 13. And I was a nerd who read comic books, and there were not comic book movies. So when Superman came out, my head exploded. And I saw this at the theater multiple times in its original run. Mm. I was just thrilled beyond belief with it. I rewatched it yesterday as uh, just sort of prep to see if it, if 
just, just sort of to make sure and because I really wanted to see it again. And to be honest with you, it was up a little higher on my list. And after rewatching it, it dropped down to six because even the scene where he's flying Lois around like the Statue of Liberty and stuff, and she's uh, reciting the words to the song that Melissa Manchester recorded for the movie. Can you read my mind? Can you believe? And ugh, some of it just didn't hold up for me on rewatch, but still just made me way happier. And Christopher Reeves and Margot Kidder and everyone was just absolutely perfect in it. And they haven't had as good a Superman since. I can't think that was Agreed. 40 years ago yeah. that that movie was made. So when that was made... And it looked amazing then. Yeah. yeah. There was not the CGI that there is today. Yeah. There wasn't mm-hmm. any of the special effects. I mean, they were literally flying around with strings on attached to their waist. And some of it still <laughs> looks great. Some of it doesn't hold up as well, but it's still just an amazing movie. So. And look what it has done for every superhero movie. Like right? I said, they I'm haven't made as good a super, about it. They haven't made as good a Superman movie since. No, no. never will. Mm-mm. No. Kate, I've been uh, missing you. Have, have, That's okay. Have you? Uh, I'm she's jumping in. I didn't she's... get to research, so I'm just stealing everybody else's anyway. Um, Sky High's on my list. I love Sky High. <laughs> so Me too. I can't help it. it is have my you seen Sky High? I... I think I've seen it, and it may um, not have made an impression on me. Is that uh, Kurt Russell? Yes. yes. Okay. And Linda Carter is the principal. I, I remember seeing it on cable. And the kids go on the bus and they fly up this little planet mm-hmm. and, and like and the Kurt Russell's kid doesn't One have any powers. You no, know, he gets his powers. He does. He finally gets his powers. But, but I But they call him a sidekick the whole the side, time. Yes, from by Sonic Boom, who's the gym teacher. So hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like I will watch this movie every single time and, I see it on and TV. And one of the sidekicks <laughs> turns into I a guinea pig. Put it in every once in a while. Yes. Mm-hmm. The one that can grow plants. Oh, she's pretty awesome. I want that superpower. Me too. Yeah. I, I have a plant. brown thumb. Me too. Oh, I do too. That's, yeah, I can't grow Don't anything. give me your plants. They're coming home to die. <laughs> <laughs> I planted a whole garden true. last weekend. I'm pretty sure they're all dead now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had torrential downpours over. Yeah, it would probably all wash away. Probably. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. Sky High would be on my list too. Really? It, it's just a cute, fun movie. Yeah, yeah. That's how I remember, but it didn't stick. That may go back on my list to rewatch, just to, as one that I bet I really liked it at the time. I was too. gonna say I brought it into work because we would watch um, a movie over a week at lunchtime, mm-hmm. like in twenty-minute segments, and that was one of the ones I've brought in in the last year. And like the kids were like, "Oh, I remember this movie," and like I'll have like four or five of the boys sitting in my room watching it. It's one of the ones my daughter always comes to. Oh, Sky High's on it. See, those are spy kids. Because she kind of thinks she has a crush on War and Peace, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, No, it's Armageddon in our house that is... That that is one of my favorite movies in the world. If we're flipping through and that one pops in, if we flip through the channels and that one happens to show up, it doesn't matter where it is, we stop and finish watching it. I can't, because every time I hear Aerosmith, yeah, I just I start crying. Oh. oh, Should we all sing again? No. I don't want to go. Seriously. Because I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> That's I what that made me fall in, live with, fall in love with Liv, mm-hmm. Tyler. And the reason why I watch Lord of the Rings, actually. Actually, yeah. you ever I, saw, I know, which is my favorite movie now. Have you ever seen that thing that. you do? Yes. Yeah. She is so cute. I that. freaking love her. I have, Jersey I have girl. A girl crush on her. She's she's, so she's excellent. pretty. She's such a pretty girl. Grace. Not fair. Those lips. Her. I cannot get some lips like that. 
Okay, Billy. Now what? Oh, where are we at? Five. Did you do number six? Yeah, she said sky high. No, six was my Superman. Five was my sky high that she stole. Okay. So you can go with five or six wherever you. Okay, I did six with with the Superman. And Tanya, do you want us to skip so you can? Yeah, you said you only got. I only have a couple minutes. Yeah, I only have a couple left right now. My number five is Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Yes. I agree. The music references Love. alone in that deserve mm-hmm. just the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack is so much better in that one than the uh, the the second one. The second one's not bad for a soundtrack, yeah. and the I mo- like one song, one or two songs on the second soundtrack. And the movie it, number two isn't quite as good either. Mm-hmm. But, no, the, but the first one just nails it. And it I, I I've never I didn't read the comic books until after the first movie. I was aware it existed. I had heard of Rocket Raccoon and. And uh, Gamora and Drax, but I didn't read the books. But that movie was just so funny, so mm-hmm. exciting, and I just really liked it a whole I am lot. Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. But I like in the second movie. I am Groot. Uh-huh. And the fact it's I so it, uh-huh. it's so Groot. good. No! That movie is so Watch good that it <laughs> that it made a franchise, a comic book that no one ever read. The, the movie became a huge hit, yeah. despite mm-hmm. the fact. I mean, you think of the Hulk movie. More people have heard of the Hulk, but Guardians of the Galaxy, way more successful, a way better movie. Try going back now and finding the Guardians of the Galaxy, the original run of those comic books. Because they went from being in the five for a dollar bin mm. to each book is now five to seven dollars. Wow. And that is for grading between five and seven. You try to go above an eight, you're, you're going to go way higher than that. And then, like, the first appearance of Groot, where was he? He was originally in a different comic. He was. He was. And I bet that's way pricier. First, God, I'm trying to remember now. the first now. appearance of Rocket of Groot. Let's ask my friend Mr. Google again. Mr. Google does a lot of talking to Groot. us. Let's see. First appearance of Groot was in Tales to Astonish, number 13, from 1960. Let's see. Groot is a lot older than we think, okay? Because yeah. he's been around a long time. Mm. Guardians of the Galaxy came out, was it like 68? So Groot is 59 years old. I'm testing my comic book knowledge. I have not tested this in a while. Let's see. How much is this point selling it for? Um, Hot Comics 74. Oh, I got pop-ups, so screw them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that much. But, I, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I just think it's a phenomenal movie. I rewatched it a bunch. I bought it on Blu-ray. I it was makes wrong. me happy. 1969, yeah. I was off by a year. Close enough. <laughs> so, let's see. That was my number five. And number five? Kate, mm-hmm. number five? I have a weird one. When I was looking it up, I found Weird Science. I That's just made a comic my kids book? apparently. I just made my kids watch that recently. Yeah, it is a comic book. Um, I just I think it was made it after the movie. Oh, is that? I think because that remember they made then. the Weird Science two, and I remember when the Weird Science two movie, even though it was a flop, the comic book was a bigger hit. I didn't even know there was a Weird Science two. So, um, Weird Science publication date June nineteen fifty. Oh no, I guess it was before it. And it there was twenty two issues. It was EC Comics. Oh, um, that's why. An American science fiction comic book magazine that was part of the EC Comics line in the nineteen fifties. 
Over a four-year span, the comic ran for 22 issues, ending with the November-December 1953 issue. Uh, Weird Fantasy was a sister title published during the same time frame. EC Comics was not a very popular comic because it was mostly set toward it the... It was horror comics, wasn't it, it? The horrors, the science, the nerdy geeks beyond the the, the regular. It was a lot of sci-fi did, fantasy mm, stuff. Did EC originally put out Mad Magazine, though? I think so. I think... I'm going to have to Google that myself, but I think I think they were one of the first publishers of it. I still love reading that when I was a kid, too. <laughs> Everybody loved Mag- Mad Magazine. Mm-hmm. I just picked one up not long ago just for the fun of it. Educational Comics. That's yeah. what it stands for? That's yep. what EC is. Mm. Yep. They started selling. Yeah, it was founded in 1944. And yes, they did sell educational. Mm-hmm. Horror, crime fiction, satire, military fiction, dark fantasy, and sci-fi. That's what I remember. Because they're the, what, they're the ones that did the tales from the crypts. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, they that that company merged with DC Comics in 1944. Oh, okay. EC and DC mm-hmm. came up for DC and a half. <laughs> I don't know. Tanya, Crazy. give us yes, one. Yes, Mad mm-hmm. Mad was one of their productions. Um, uh, I have to go. GI Joe. Oh, uh, <gasps> never saw any of them. You didn't. Uh, uh-uh. Brenda's with me. I was me. never a GI Joe. Bruce Willis in the second one. That uh, oh, I love the the beginning of the second one where um, Channing Tatum is playing video games with um, I don't know who's sitting on the couch with them, and they're playing like Call of Duty or Black Ops or something, and Channing Tatum cannot play whatsoever, and he's just running around in a circle, <laughs> and he's just like spinning, and they're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" He goes, "I'm covering you 360." Because he just doesn't know what to do with all the controllers. It's hysterical because that is so me with an Xbox or a PS4 <laughs> controller because there's just too many damn buttons. But it's like he, he was. G.I. Joe would probably be my husband's top list. He has this strange G.I. Joe obsession. Um, Knowing is half the battle. God, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Can but I tell you how many times I use that phrase at work? But if you look at those battle, comics. And they look at me like, what? And those comics started coming out years and years and years and years. And if it wasn't for the toys coming out, G.I. Joe would probably be long gone. Mm. Because the toys brought back something mm-hmm. way different and brought it back to a whole new group of kids and just turned it upside down see when i was a kid i had the original like 12 inch gi joes with helicopters and jeeps and Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff when they started making movies and cartoons is by that time i had long tapped out probably that was like the mid early 80s 82 to 94 is the comic book that was gone for gi joe now i remember the um cartoon tv series too that would be yeah lady j lady jane Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, uh, Snake Eyes, he's in Red. Oh. So the actor that plays Snake Eyes is uh, one of the other uh, would-be assassins in Red 2. So the G.I. Joe comics were made specifically to bring the new toys back in the 80s. Do you remember that? T- to be honest with you, no. When I, they started I wasn't paying with any the... attention to G.I. Joe by so, in the 50s and the 60s, when the G.I. Joe toys came out, it was, you know, after the war and they were trying to bring some action figures in for boys to play with because 
girls had dolls. Barbies. Yep. So they made these 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 GI Joes. Well, when the TV was getting so big for kids' Saturday morning cartoons and stuff, they made GI Joe, and they said, "Why don't we make a comic book to go with it? Because this way, we'll have a comic on the back of the boxes for these smaller versions of the toys." If you ever watch that TV show, it's on Netflix. It's called. Um, these are the toys that made us. I've seen it on my list, but I you didn't. really have to watch it. It's so good. It explains so many of where some of the toys came from from the comic books, hmm. and explains Barbie, Legos, so many things. I will check that out. It does sound really interesting. And did you give us your number five? Mm-hmm. Okay, then go to number four. Number four is going to be Black Panther, even though Absolutely. it totally jumped from the comic books to modern day. So if you look at the comic books way back, they're not the same as what it is now. But how they evolved it to bring it into modern technology and to really be uplifting and just inspiring for th- this generation, it was, a, it was a great movie. Yeah, coming from someone who didn't read the comic books, my daughter and I, it's one of our favorites. I'd never seen the movie, or I'd never uh, read the comics either, but really enjoyed the movies, and or movie, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Some of the comics were very um, propaganda, especially mm. in the 60s and 70s, that then evolved from there. But the movie did not play into any of that. The movie... I mean, like, political... Yeah. Um, th- some of it was racial overtones or some uh, of it was yeah. not a lot of it, but some of it. But I don't know, just seeing a very strong African-American presence in a comic book did not make him very popular, especially mm. in an age where they were being oppressed. So the fact that those comics not only survived, that they thrived and brought this movie out today and this in the last two years to where it is now, amazing. Mm-hmm. It came out a good time too. It absolutely did. Nominated for Best Picture. Good. So, what yeah. did you think of Black Panther, Tanya? I liked it. Did you? Yes, I did. Should have made your top ten list. It would. Okay. <laughs> Since you have enough couple open spots, I'm putting it on there. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Was that number four for you? That was four, yep. I'm going Endgame. Mm. We all know my feelings on that yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, we already talked about that one. We, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I, I thought it was fantastic, and it made me cry, and it made me laugh, and it made mm-hmm. me excited. And We're going to talk about Endgame a little bit later. So uh, so we're gonna. that's where my number four. Yeah. Number mm-hmm. three. Give us one of yours, Tanya. Um, my one that's not in game, I guess, unless you want to talk oh, about it. Oh no, Endgame. no, that's um gonna be later, later. Okay. Um my last ones that's on here is um Kingsman. That's, oh. I that's one of my honorable mentions. Kingsman. So Love. as I said, I went outside the box of mm-hmm. the, the normal whatever and just went to the other ones that I I really didn't know that half of these were actually comic books. Because, like, yeah. yeah, I know G.I. Joe. Yeah, I know Marvel. I know Justice League. I mean, because I could have done Justice League. I could have done Wonder Woman. I could. I'm like, I know all that. So I went to the ones that I thoroughly enjoyed that I didn't realize were comic books. 
I knew this one was a comic going in, but I'd never read it, and I still haven't. But I really like, especially the first movie. Yeah. Um, I took my son to see the second one, and I'm just like, I when we were talking about the movie, I'm just like, I wanted to crawl underneath my my seat and die, because they were talking about how the the tracker had to go up somewhere. Oh, that's and right. I, and I had my like 18 year old son with me at that or whatever. <laughs> I'm just like. Oh my God, I'm going to die. Well, there was oh also there was a couple sex jokes in the yeah, first I'm one just, too. Right, and I'm just like, oh, like why am I here with my 17 year old or 18 year old? Yeah. And why is he taking off his shirt? Yeah, that, that was that's a good one for my whole family, and that's hard to do. I have a 17 year old son. My daughter is 15. They're very different. My brother, high functioning autistic, all he wants to watch is like old James Bonds. I could put them all in the same room, and they love it. That's why we love that movie. Hmm. But it was a good movie. So I agree. Kingsman and uh, Kingsman to the Secret Circle or something like Golden Circle or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think both. we bought that one yet. Hmm. But that the was very stylized. I liked the action sequences. Was one, one of them set to a Zeppelin song? Possibly. I'm trying to remember. No, and, it was Queen, I think. I forget now. And but. next weekend I want to see um, uh, Rocket Man. Oh, that that's comes got, out too, that's yeah. That's got, um, yeah, the guy. Egg, Eggsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In it. So. I still yeah. haven't seen Queen. I really want, or Bohemian Rhapsody. I oh, really I, see you know, I good. almost bought, oh, Deanna's got it on DVD, so I've got to go steal it from her. Okay. I mean, she I'll said She said that I could borrow it. We have to watch it on the Xbox, because we don't have a DVD player downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Well, we do, but it's not hooked up. I know my number four is Endgame. Did you do your number four yet, Anne? I did. Mine was Black Panther. Then number three. Doctor Strange. Mm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> All righty then. That, that's just... Mm. <laughs> what is it about the accent? We're going back to the accent. He doesn't have the accent in this, though. No, but... No. He's just such a good actor, though. He really, he really is. is. Sherlock, he's, he's great. Freaking amazing. Um, Best show ever. I, it, it really is one of the, the best shows ever. You've got to show mm-hmm. Billy a picture of your fish tank. Oh, I met, yeah, my fish's name is Sherlock, and the wall is the wall. Like, we put the wall with the, the smiley wallpaper. face yeah, behind the tank. It's um, mm-hmm. That wallpaper, I think, with the smiley face is somewhere down at Knox. It is. Because that's, 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 yeah, that, right that's when you the, first walk in. Because mm-hmm. the first time I walked in, then I went, oh, my God, I'm home. <laughs> I fell in love the minute I walked in. You can thank Kelly for that. I will. Okay. Right. Doctor Strange was a comic I never really read as a kid. I was more of a DC kid than Marvel. Me too. And so I I wasn't familiar with the comic book characters as much. I just I knew how he looked. I'd had a couple, and Benedict Cumberbatch looked exactly how Doctor Strange should look, and That's it funny. was an amazing looking movie. Seeing the movie yeah. is what made me want to go back and read the comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's that's not something that normally happens. Normally, I, I read the comics and then I'm like, oh, do I want to see the movie? Oh, okay, and we're going to go see it. And then I sit there and compare it. Mm-hmm. This was the one like, oh, my gosh, how did I not see this comic in the past? Why do we not own this? <laughs> That's do fun. you own it now? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Several. <laughs> a couple runs. We're missing a few. I have a list. Oh, my gosh. I've seen your – are you transferring that onto a list that – her list is this piece of paper that's been folded and unfolded and folded, and it's got holes in it, and it's going to fall apart. It needs to be, like, laminated. That's just my Amazing Spider-Man list. Oh, that's just the Amazing Spider-Man list? I have list? a spreadsheet going of one other ones. I have a similar Superman family slash Jimmy Olsen list. See? 
Everybody does it. In fact, it may be in my pocket right Mine's now. In it's my just wallet. a beat up piece of paper. Yes, that's exactly what it is. How funny. <laughs> Handwritten. Do you well, have a Spider Man 300? Yes. Okay. Me too. Nice. Very nice. Uh, let's see. That was number your number three, Anne. Mm-hmm. Mine is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Love it. Oh my god! I've never I, seen that. I'm like, I, oh my god! It's gosh, such an it. amazing, funny movie. Mm-hmm. I originally had Superman at number three and Scott Pilgrim at number six until I watched Scott Pilgrim Friday night and Superman yesterday. These two are switching spots. Scott <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the World is just an amazing piece of work. It, I, I can't even explain. You just have mm-hmm, to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's got visuals like I've never seen. The, the fight scenes are amazing. Even like the, the scene where Scott and Knives Chow are on the like the Dance Dance Revolution game mm-hmm. or the what I, and the, the choreography of that is just it's so much fun. It's awesome. So it's fun for the kids too. Scott Pilgrim versus the world, it? number three. And maybe should be number two or one, but I'm gonna stick it at three. Is it on Netflix by any chance? Yes, it is. Okay, I think I'm going to watch it because I love Anna Kendrick. So, oh yeah, she's oh she's funny in it. Michael Sarah, I'm not even a big fan of, but I, I really he love that familiar. movie. He looks familiar. He's in Arrested Development. He's in a uh, uh, couple teen. Super bad. Super bads. Yeah. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in the Lego Batman too. <laughs> he plays Robin. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim. Oh, he was Brother Bear in the Berenstein Bears TV series. Hmm. Really? Sorry. That movie is very, very funny. And it makes me, and I've never read the books, and now I want to start, I want to go find like a compilation or a compendium or an omnibus or something and read them. Hmm. Number two. I'm tapped out. You're done? I'm done. I already did my number two. It was Aquaman. But I can give me one of my honorable mentions is this is kind of weird, but uh, Orphan Annie. Oh, the uh, the original with um, oh I can't remember her name. Oh, and, Shirley Temple. No, no. the little or- from seventies, right? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. not the, the one in the in um, Eileen Quinn, the yes. one from nineteen eighty two. Yes. But Albert Finney and Eileen Quinn. The comic books was... Carol Burnett. When I was about five, I was given a box of comic books from my uncle, and they were, they were all Archie, which were way too old for a five-year-old to have. Mm. Archie's really? My brother yeah. loves Archie. For at the time, at the time, I was five. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> and in the bottom of the box was Orphan Annie and Inspector Gadget. <gasps> oh, Love my Inspector gosh. Gadget. And I... Sweet just had to get more for nanny and more inspector gadgets like i then the inspector gadget cartoon show came on and i was all into that yeah exactly like, I'm like i really want to do that but then the, i saw the movie annie because it was our very first vhs tape we got when we got our very first vhs player it was like a month after we got our very first microwave by the way oh my god you're uh, making me feel so old and i Played that VHS tape until it was completely wore out, and I could not sing along with it anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. My, well, I don't know what Tanya's looking at. Oh, I'm looking. She, I'm looking at the just the cast of um, Annie, Albert Finney, Carol Burnett, Punjai. Oh my um, god. <laughs> um, Tim Curry, Bernadette Peters, Eileen Quinn, just like the the top 
mm-hmm. six people of mm-hmm. just like it just brings me back to my my childhood. Classics. I mean, I was ten when yeah. it came out, so mm-hmm. I know that's definitely one I saw in the theaters. Did that movie come out because the Broadway play was so popular? Yeah, thought mm-hmm. so. Not because of the comic strips or the comic books at the time. No, I don't even think it was really based on the comic strips. I mean, most of the comic strips were talking about you know their everyday Buying life. More bonds and, and yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely politically driven. Oh yeah, that's right. All right, let's see. My number two, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I haven't seen love it that yet. Movie. It is so good. I'm borrowing it. Okay, you can <laughs> borrow it. I know. I was thinking about doing that. Just the way it pulls from, it, it, it's, it was perfect. Yeah. My wife and I went to it, and she's not, she, she went into it with some trepidation and walked out with her, her being her favorite movie of the year. Mm. So Have you seen it, Kate? Mm-hmm. So it's so good. Just how they bring people in and everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses and yeah. every every multiverse or whatever it's like, is just mm-hmm. so good. It's a tale it of was. family and yes. it's heartwarming and it's funny and it's everything a comic book movie should be. Mm-hmm. So into like the Spider-Verse. Plus John Mulaney. It, it, it also made me go, let me see what else John Mulaney's done. He was the voice mm. of, of uh, Spider-Ham. And yeah. I know I'd... <laughs> I, I know I I saw he'd had some Netflix specials on. Let me watch a John Mulaney Netflix special, and he is the funniest stand-up comedian I've seen in years. Very funny. So, I, I made me a John Mulaney fan also. Besides just being a fantastic movie, exciting, funny, mm-hmm. heartwarming, all that good stuff. Number one, Anne. Wonder Woman. I am a DC girl, and Wonder Woman has been my. Oh, my everything since I was about three. So I love Wonder Woman. The movie was so well done. Um, It did tie into a lot of the comic books, but not exactly the same. It was its own thing. It was its own thing. Even some of the books that have come out after some of the, Mm -hmm. the novelizations and comics afterward don't follow along with the same storyline. But it was so well done. It was hard not to love it. Did you like the TV show? It was so campy. It's hard. I mean, <laughs> I see. I really like it. I re- I, I loved appreciate. It. Yeah, yeah. I loved it for exactly what it was. Exactly. So, but seeing the seriousness of mm-hmm. the new movie is just was great. I, and, I hope they bring some of that along with maybe some of the campiness to the Wonder Woman 1980, 1987, 88, 88, 88. 84. Oh, 84. No, no, the new movie coming out, Wonder Woman 1988, right? It's 1984. Oh, okay. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm we, hoping they bring some Google of the campiness to that because- With Kristen Wiig as the cheetah. I know. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I freaking love her. <laughs> It's, it's going to be a good The movie. release date, June 5th, 2020. Yeah. Hey, a year from today. Woo! What? We start the year countdown. Mm-hmm. The year countdown, yes. So I, I am looking forward to that. Wonder Woman is an honorable mention of mine because my number one is Infinity War. Oh, mm. uh, and uh, <sighs> she didn't. Uh, see, and like I said, I'm a DC guy, and I think it helps sometimes to not have read yeah. a bunch of Marvel comics. Mm. Like, I'm. Not that familiar with Thor as a comic book character or Doctor Strange, but it had all these characters interacting and it was funny and it was exciting and it had to me a great ending that led to Endgame, which was which I thought was awesome that Anne didn't. So I, Infinity War is, is uh, 
at the end of the year, I was trying trying to figure out at the end of 2018 what is my favorite movie of the year, and I kept going back to Infinity War. So, mm. so it's not that I didn't like it; I liked it for what it was. I have the Marvel Online of all the comic books that I can go and read whenever I want. So leading up to Infinity War, I read. There's three separate mm. series so all into it. So I kind of mm-hmm. I was thinking what was going to happen in Endgame mm-hmm. because. I figured it had to be based on one of the three endings of the other three series. And it was not. Mm-hmm. It was not at all. And not that I didn't like the ending. You know, I have gone now and seen Endgame a second time. And going in with more of a clear head, I do like it more. I haven't seen, You've inf- seen it twice. I haven't even seen it twice. I've seen Infinity War about 10 times. Well, yeah. And now Endgame I have seen twice. I had to go once without my husband because... He's doing, and grabbing my hand every time he's jumping us because he's not read all the comics the way that I have. So sometimes I think that makes it harder for you because I had no expectations. Yeah, and I, and I went in this time going, okay, clear it. mind. You saw Infinity War mm-hmm. today at lunch, into the afternoon, and <laughs> so let's go and see it. And I and I just went, yeah. didn't tell anybody I was going. I just went by myself, and I I enjoyed it better the second time because That's I good. went with a clear brain. Mm-hmm. I, I did not, not cry. One that you had to. Okay, I have to go watch it because we're going to talk about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I rushed to the theater the first time because I was like, "Oh my god, someone's going to spoil it." Nobody that, talked. They to were me. all going to spoil it on Nobody me. Nobody talked to me. I'm going to the theater <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a hard time keeping my mouth shut at dance pictures that night. Ooh, but I did. Like Amy missed. Amy missed dance pictures because, because she was at she end was game. And then game. Really? Yep. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I at least planned my <laughs> tickets so I made dance pictures because I knew that my mother would want one. You guys have more picture people at yours. We had four people. Four people. Our we pictures. only had three at ours. So you already won. And I already sent Tanya's mom the information to buy the DVD. And a dance bear. <laughs> oh, my God. You better get a dance bear. Well, I was going to order my own dance bear uh, a couple weeks ago when the email came out. Mm-hmm. And Anne, we were shopping for... Um, uh, outfit for Jess for her uh, concert for that Monday night and she's like I'm like oh I'm gonna get a dance pair she goes you're not ordering a dance pair I'm like but I'm ordering a dance pair Jessica goes you're not ordering a dance pair I'm like why can't I order a dance pair they're like you don't want one I'm like yes, yes I, do. I do they're like your mother's already ordering it for you <laughs> I'm like oh okay that's amazing so of course I blew her in later that day that's great and she's like they can't tell I'm like mom I got the email anyway so, so Billy, what if any of these movies for somebody who? What is your favorite comic series of all time? Like, do you have a one certain genre of comics, like Spider-Man, Superman? What is your favorite one of all times that you always will go back to? See, I, I always go back to. In fact, I'm trying to finish up the complete run right now. I I grew up in the mid '70s. I, I was, I I I was born in '65. I mostly started reading comic books in like 74 through the early 80s, dropped out for a while, came back and loved comics again. But in that initial love of comics, Superman Family, Batman Brave and the Bold, uh, and basically anything Batman and Superman. Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes actually was a big favorite of mine. Justice League, DC mostly. I did uh, read some Spider-Man and Fantastic Four from Marvel at that point, but I, I there were 59 issues of Superman Family 
And uh, they actually picked up Jimmy Olsen, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, started as a comic in the early 60s, ran for 163 issues. Superman Family picked up with issue 164 and ran for 59 issues. And I've got 51 of them right now. And now I'm trying to finish up that and am starting to collect the Jimmy Olsons too so I can have one through... 222, I believe, was the last issue of Superman Family. So I'm going to go with that just because those are my favorites. What about you? I was kind of obsessed with um, The Gifted mm. in the mid-90s. And I had the first ser- the first run of the series. And they actually have, have three series. And um, it was one of those things that I left at home when I moved out the first mm. time and my parents destroyed that was my wedding present from my husband. He bought me all of them Aww. last year when we got married. Um, that and anything Jim Henson. Oh, my god! I am obsessed. I have all of the Fraggle Rocks. Down in Fraggle Rock. Love that show. I have all <laughs> of Labyrinth, all of the Dark Crystal, including mm. all the new series. And now there's a whole new run of Labyrinth, too. Just I love all of them. I absolutely cannot. Just so is the gifted TV show based on that or no? Is that the totally TV different? show is based it on is? It, pretty much exactly as the very first run of the comics go. Really? Yeah, complete with the dinosaur and everything mm-hmm. else. It's Mia pretty good. Wants to, she wants to love well, if she wants to read them, she can, but she, they can't leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> She's there often enough. Uh, so. Tanya, does this make you want to read comics? Um, I did buy my first two comic books on free comic book day. Oh my gosh! I got what, what was were it? they? Secret Avengers one and two. Mm-hmm. Is that the ones I haven't cracked them open yet? Because I'm waiting for a special occasion to when I'm like got some free time, but in the two weeks I have between school year and summer school, mm-hmm. maybe I'll bring them to uh, school during Regents exams. I can w- read them then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Free so. Comic Book Day, Jessica got me the complete backstory of Captain Marvel. Ooh, wow. it was like this book, but yeah. So, yeah. So, yes, I did pick up my first two comic books. Yay. We'll see. Next, we're going to have to get you the online Marvel, where you can read as many as you want for one price a month like I do. Right now, I've got my Amazon uh, Kindle unlimited subscription. So And you can get a bunch of comics through that, too. Can I? Yeah. So I have up. Amazon yeah, I should use that too. I've got the yeah, I've got the. I feel the like I pay for so unlimited, many subscriptions. Kindle, Kindle unlimited subscription. So mm-hmm. I gotten rid of it for a little while, but I'm like I that was like the one like I've um, canceled a couple subscriptions. Like my Ipsy bag was like um, on postponement until July. I only postponed it. I didn't get rid of it, and mm-hmm. I gotten rid of my Kindle Unlimited one for uh, it was about two months. Then I'm like, nope. I um, that was one that I use a lot. I yeah. I I can go through like four or five books in a weekend. Wow. It just That's amazing to me. Susan can read like that too and I'm I'm jealous. I mean, they're yeah. like it'll Good say for you. it'll I mean over just over the last couple of days I've gone through like three or four books. I mean they're not necessarily like super long novels or whatever. But no, but that, that's still great. My, I, check I my brain jealous. at the door, read a romance novel. Check my brain at the door, read a romance novel. That type of romance thing. novels are perfect for that, aren't they? They are, and and mm-hmm. they're so. Per- and and what I like is I like um, series where there's like three or four books either based on brothers or sisters mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. that. 
that they're all intertwined and because mm-hmm. it's like I want more of a story than just one. So, but that's like my English literature background coming out that I just <laughs> want more things to read. If they're so. already all written. I'm so tired of reading a book and then having to wait <sighs> six months or a year for oh, the I know, next one to come out. Because then I'm out. like, because then, then I forget. forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we are spirit sisters here because <laughs> I know that's the thing. It's like yeah. even on my Kindle Unlimited, it's like, okay, when it comes out, I'm like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Type thing. Mm-hmm. And I forget. And stupid. then Stephanie stupid. Plum series. That's why I won't read Game of Thrones. I refuse to read it until I've, it comes out I've, with the last one. He'll die first. I'll kill him first. And you know, his book, he did say that his last book is not, wasn't going to end the way the TV show does. Why didn't he tell them that then? Because he didn't want to have anything to do with how it ended. Right. But he supposedly told them how it was supposed to end. Well, he better hurry up and write these books. Well, this one he's been writing for like the last six or seven years. Well, it's because he put it down and wrote other things. Yeah. Which as a, a writer. I tell you, he's going to die before yeah, he, he gets this last book. Because I've read the rest mm-hmm. of them. I've actually read Have you? I See, have, I won't because I know I'm going to forget. I've read and I'll have to go back. Um, if you've read um, any of Terry Brooks... Like the Sword of Shannara series, mm. mm-hmm. the game, the Game of Thrones is written similar to that. I where, have those books if you want to read them. The, because, because Terry Brooks, you you're reading about blah, blah, Shay, and mm-hmm. then everything, and then you think like at the end there's a cliffhanger, then it goes to a new character. You're like son of a. <laughs> and then yeah. that whole thing you think they're going to jump back nope they go to a third character and mm. then they go to a fourth character they go to the fifth character that makes me a little crazy the game of thrones was the same thing for a song of fire and ice the the first one i've started to keep a list of the characters in you there should because, need a cheat sheet. <laughs> because there was it was um i think it started with um catherine stark cat it started with her perspective of this and then it's someone else's perspective of the same thing and then mm. the same so like the first Five chapters were each other's perspectives of the same event of Winterfell or something. It was, and I'm like, oh my god, I couldn't keep it straight. So I'm like, finally, Mm -hmm. F it. I'm not going to. I was keeping a cheat sheet of all the characters because they introduced a new character like every chapter, and then there was like people in there, and you can see when if you watch the TV series, there are a ton of chapters and or a ton of characters. Mm -hmm. My husband's reading them right now, so hopefully he won't. Don't get attached to any of them. <laughs> we've learned the that from the show. <laughs> so, and I think at that point, we've already hit them all, right? So yeah, we are going so. to take a quick break and yep. then we'll be back with our uh, events and our business and we're going to end it for today. I'm going to go to a break with comedian Mike Lawrence, who's a big nerd and I really like him. So he's going to talk about Batman. Speaking of alone time, I'm a big comic book fan and... Uh, my favorite movie is The Dark Knight, and I've been trying to figure out what Christian Bale's now. Batman voice sounds like to me, besides <laughs> and I finally got it. He sounds like a drag queen at the end of the night who just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> Come on, Chantel, let's just go to this club a few blocks down the road. These high heels <laughs> are killing me. I think it's really fitting because superheroes sound exactly like drag queens. It's like, hey, what's your name? It's not who I am. It's what I've become. Oh, boy. 
conversation that we had today on our favorite comic book movies. Before we get into our events, we would like to wish happy birthday today to our producer, Sherry. Uh, June 5th is, um, she's not with us today, but happy birthday to Sherry. And a year from today, Wonder Woman's coming out, 1984. Mm -hmm. Yay. Do you start your countdown. Um, we are proud to pronounce, to pronounce, <laughs> we're now to, no. I now pronounce you man and man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's back this up a second. Kay. I'm tired. We are proud to announce a new partnership with the 585 Rockin' Burger Bar at 250 Pixley Road in Gates. Is it Gates? Chile? Gates. Gates. People <laughs> don't know exactly where that is. It's right across the street from Tinseltown and right behind Big Lots. Right across from Tops. Yep. I know that area well. I like that Big Lots star. I'm mm -hmm. sure Ann does, too. She runs into my family members there. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. All the time. We'll be partnering with them to do um, events every Tuesday starting in mid-June. And the events that you want to know what we're doing, we are going to be doing game nights. Dun, dun, dun. So I don't have Billy's soundtrack over here, so I'm going to make my own. He sang in the last that podcast. So um, we will have different types of games each week. Could be card games, could be board games, could be dice games. And I, just come on down. Oh, and... We should have a twister night. Oh, God, I'm too old for I'm that. I'm not going to play, but I'll watch. <laughs> you, will do you will document it for prosperity's sake. Will. When everybody who gets out gets a shot. <laughs> We're starting with Fireball. Yeah, you uh, start with the Fireball. <laughs> left, right, up, down. Stay tuned here and on all of our social media channels for more details. And then on July 27th, join us at the 585 Rockin' Burger Bar that night from 6 to 8 for the Mighty Monkey Corporation Cosplay Karaoke Night. Karaoke, as I said, will run from 6 to 8 that night. And then stick around for the live music with Wicked, the 70s hairband extraordinaire, at 8.30. They're going to play until approximately midnight. And then if we are still there, which chances are we probably will be, we're going to move the party back inside. There is a $5 cover charge, 50-50 raffle. We are going to have lots of fun and interesting raffle baskets. I know that there was one that has to do with Firefly currently. I hear Kate going, <gasps> I keep tormenting her because I know she wants that one. I yeah. super do. Yeah, well, <laughs> buy some raffle tickets and put your thing in there. And maybe you'll get lucky. And a dessert table to tempt the even most discriminating palate. I'm hoping. Do you think we could probably get some uh, cookies from Get Caked? That would be good. There, and I really want some of those cheesecake cookies from Cheesy Eddie's. Mm. Have you had those? Mm -mm. It's like these two oatmeal cookies with a giant block of cheesecake in the middle oh it's... you've never had them no oh my god they have small mini ones and they have big ones or we can just get that's always make me so hungry so therefore we are going to have a dessert table that will tempt you there's no tomorrow and hopefully we'll get some cannolis mm. Mm. maybe we'll be talking to like savoyas and mm -hmm. some of those italian cookies so it'll be lots of treats for everybody so Want to be a part of FC3 Monkey Business and the yes. Money Monkey Corporation? I know Billy does. Well, you can become a sponsor. We, we have sponsorship levels of all kinds and are even willing to create custom sponsorship packets. Please contact us at sponsorships at fc3roc.org. Follow us, please, on Patreon. Patreon is a way to support the people who are creating the things you love, such as monkey business. Please check us out at www.patreon.com backslash fc3roc. 
All membership levels will include great perks, such as Billy singing. He didn't do as much this time. No, I didn't have a you're, song. You're, well, you were singing uh, from Armageddon. Oh, Aerosmith, yeah. yeah. That's right. And check out our writer's blog. Want to have your own article series or video game blog series like our um, friend James Irish? Contact us at media at fc3roc.org for details. Is there a place that you find your podcast and you can't find us, the FC3 Monkey Business? Please let us know, and we will make sure that we try to get that figured out. And please follow us on Twitter at FC3MB Podcast. And if you do, make sure you say hi. 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 Yo. <laughs> hi. We love it when you say hi. What's or up? yo or yo, 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 yo. So that's it for business. So now getting down to what's going to hit us really hard today is our question of the week. So after you're done listening to this podcast, make sure you comment down in the little comment section under here and answer this question. How would you answer it? I know how C is going to answer it because I already talked to him earlier this week about what fictional death hit you the hardest and why. I know his answer, and that'll be coming up in a matter of moments. And what fictional death has hit you the hardest and why? Joyce Summers. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. Buffy's mom? Yes. When Buffy's oh my mom God, died. That I, was so freaking sad. Buffy I haven't finished sh- yet. Thank you. Spoilers. Buffy was the show that me and my mom and my sisters, we all watched together. And um, my mom had had a lot of health stuff going on. And mm. just when, when, when Joyce died, I just wet face, teared, mm-hmm. snotty nose, like the whole gamut. I was like, oh. I almost missed school the next day because of it. What was the the girl demon's name that was in the show? Anna? Yeah, and she how she reacted to it, like people aren't supposed to die or something. She yeah. said, "I lost my mind." That was the saddest movie or TV time. I'd, in that my was life. that was really hard. It broke me. Yeah. So I'll be broken when I finally get to. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I mean, if it's, the show's over, like five years old. I know. I just I know. haven't had a chance. To, I watched I do the movie, bad, though, but I just haven't. My kids haven't gotten to that party. We yet. did not a book club of Buffy, and uh, we made her watch the very first episode. Of, I'm like only five episodes in. Yeah, and, and that was like, like six months ago. Yeah, and that's just not a very good judge of that show because it really didn't develop character until season two. Yeah, I have to keep going. So mm-hmm. don't give up, mm-hmm. Billy. I'm gonna go with two, and they hit me the most because they're based on. Real life deaths. First, Mr. Hooper from Sesame Street. Oh, oh my goodness. He died and then the, the people had to explain to Big Bird about death. And oh. I was way older then, but it was something I was interested in seeing how they did it. And it was, it was really sad. Mm-hmm. And my other one is uh, Finn from Glee. Because mm-hmm. uh, the actor that played Finn and why Corey, Corey, mm-hmm. Ma- Monty, Ma- yeah, Ma- Ma- yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, we were big, me and my wife, big fans of Glee, and I still remember I was in the hospital with a broken nose when I heard that he had died, mm-hmm. and the next season of Glee was coming out, and we didn't watch it for over a year just because I didn't want to face that episode where they had to deal with Finn's death. And when we did finally eventually watch it on Netflix, basically spent the whole hour with my face just red and covered in tears. Mm. So, Finn from Glee. I'll have to agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. That one was that one was hard. Kate. Um. Well, I want to sound so um, 
not as deep on mine, but and I don't even know if it counts because it's really just an actor leaving. The, the I was really broken when David Tennant left Doctor Who, and he whispered, "I don't want to go." I think my entire body ripped in half in that moment, and I was like, "I don't want you to go either." <laughs> And I was that, just, that's kind of like a character death because yeah, that doctor's that, quote unquote dying. Oh, and, it hurt. You know, I just picked up the box set of um, the first two doctors, all their episodes at Walmart yesterday mm. of Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant. Oh, I liked it's, him too. It was 20 bucks. What? Yeah. They're, the, the first two doctors of the new series, all their episodes. Plus extra bonus material Seriously? and things like that. I'm gonna have to go do that. We yeah. use at Walmart. <laughs> go to Walmart. <laughs> so I picked it. My yeah. husband's like, "Oh, look!" And I'm like, oh, "Ooh," <laughs> because I can't get them on Netflix anymore or right. whatever. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Um, <sighs> fictional death that hit me the hardest was recently. Um, the first one I have two. It came. It came from the same movie. Um, it was Black Widow. When she was fighting with uh, Clint to uh, take control of the Soul Stone or whatever, that that one hit me, and it hit me that um, that she was willing to sacrifice herself for the rest of her quote unquote family. So that that one hit me. But then at the end, Tony Stark's death mm. hit me, and it hit me in regards to the funeral and um, that had been. 11 movies or whatever that he had just been like a part of your life for for so long in regards to it and it was just like and you could see how he just grew from being like the egotistical asshole from whatever like Mm -hmm. i am iron man Mm -hmm. to coming back around to kind of taking one for the team to let them to go on and things like that so and i know that was the death that hit Chris the hardest also yeah. was Tony Stark's mm-hmm. death. Was My kids one. too. Yeah. My daughter saw a sticker recently for Iron Man. She's like, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was too soon <laughs> was, sticker, the, was the Spider-Man um, puzzle set and was all a thing of di- uh, dirt and dust to try oh. to- after Infinity that's, War, the, yeah, the, that's the costume or nice. whatever that yeah. was like, no, that that's just wrong. So... But I'm sure there's probably others that hit me hard, but mm-hmm. I just can't think of anything. Wash from Firefly was a number oh, two for I me. think that mm-hmm. that would be my friend Helen's mm-hmm. Helen's one. I was sad, but also angry. I was angry. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? Stop it right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So at that point, it wraps up another week of monkey business. Purveyors and producers of lots of fun stuff, <laughs> including <laughs> FC3, Florida City Comic Con, coming to someplace in the next year. <laughs> Sometime in 2020, more details will be following. Um, we do have a mini con that will be coming up in July, so stay tuned for those details. I know we've uh, Oh, what was Chris's our- death? Shoot, now we got to do this again. What was Chris's... Fictional death. You were not paying attention to me, and now I know how this is. Now you were just like one of my kids. What was his Tony Stark too? (laughs) His was Tony Stark also. Purveyors and producers (laughs) of the Flower City Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, we already did this. Okay, okay. (laughs) 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 (la
See you next week. Bye. <laughs> By the way, Tony Stark was Chris's fictional death, in case you didn't hear it like I did. See you. <laughs>